One of the biggest appeals to using the mindset of curiosity as a tool to manage your money is that it invites you to live more by design. Hello, 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 and welcome to More Than Money, a podcast where we have nuanced conversations about money, business, and life, where we take the time to explore the human side of money because success with money is never just about the numbers. I'm your host, Jacquette Timmons, and I'm really, really glad you've taken the time to join me today. Before we dive into today's episode, I have a question for you. What are some of the things you've done or are doing to rest and take care of yourself this summer? I'm truly curious. I'd love to hear the various things that people are up to. So please share, send me a DM on Instagram. Personally, I didn't plan a summer vacation, but here's something I am doing. In August, every Thursday and the last week of the month are blocked. So aside from a speaking engagement, which has been on my calendar since the beginning of the year and previously scheduled coaching sessions with clients, I'm treating these block days as sacred. No new meetings, no new coaching sessions with clients. Sure, on these blocked days, I may do some admin work. I may do some strategy work. I may go to the beach or the museum or I may do absolutely nothing. (laughs) This is my way though, instead of, or in lieu of a more traditional summer vacation, this is my way of creating mini retreats throughout the month of August. It is also why I just have one coaching spot available to start in August. So if you're interested in exploring how I can help you get better at the business of what it is that you do, how I can help you co-create a game plan so that your business is more successful, profitable, and not broke, not broke financially, not broke energetically, and not broke creatively, well, then let's chat and see if there's a fit. Send me a DM on Instagram. Let me know you want to schedule a discovery call, and we'll take things from there. In the meantime, let's get into today's show. Speaking of time, I would love for you to travel back in time to when you were a kid and think about those instances, those moments. When you got bored, what did you do? How did you replace feeling bored with feeling interested and or excited? And now that you have that memory in mind, I want you to come back to today. So travel forward to today as an adult. What happens when you find something boring, even when you know it is good for you? You typically avoid it, right? For many people, managing their money fits this bill. For them, managing money is akin to watching paint dry. That is how painfully boring, B-O-R-I-N-G, it is for them. Does this describe you or someone you know? Well, if so, today's episode is especially for you or them. The people I know when it comes to money, they don't get bored with earning it. 
That's the part they enjoy. But when it comes to all the other aspects of it, well, then that's when we, get, when we begin to tap into another story. However, has it ever occurred to you, again, if you're one of those people who finds dealing with money beyond earning it is boring, has it ever occurred to you that the reason you find money boring has little to do with money? Can you imagine this as a mental reframe? Money isn't boring. You just need to be more curious. You need to find something about it that sparks a bit of curiosity. A good friend of mine, Heidi Johnson, advocates following your curiosity over following your passion to discover work worth doing. I am reminded of the conversation she and I had quite a while ago when she shared this message. And my reaction then is the same today. I wholeheartedly believe that the practice of curiosity is probably one of the most underutilized skills for making and having more money. Think about it. How much of your success personally and professionally is because you had the mindset of curiosity. You wanted to go beneath the surface and discover more. You were open to new experiences and people as well as to making different decisions and choices. You were willing to ask the question, what if? I am going to venture a guess and say, a lot, <laughs> right? A lot of your success personally and professionally is attributed to some of these factors. So with this in mind, here's me taking a stab at illustrating how dialing up your curiosity can actually get you excited about all aspects of money in ways you may not have imagined before. And let me just pause here for a second and say, just because I want you to get excited about all aspects of money doesn't mean that you have to take on the responsibility of doing the, the particular tasks that you're not excited about, but you can get curious and excited about the insight that you will get from those tasks, even if you're not the one doing the actual work and putting forth the effort. So, Okay, side note aside, but here's why I think it matters that you dial up your curiosity because being excited and open, it is a useful combo that will help to make sure you are less haphazard in your approach to money, that you position yourself to make better choices and to see your options more clearly, that you ask for help when you need it, that you miss fewer opportunities to grow your money and make it work for you, and that you amplify your efforts to experience life more on your own terms. Because that's one of the elements of money. It, it, it is the freedom and the flexibility to do just that. So I'm in your ear today to real quickly share with you five ways that curiosity can help you make and have more money. Because when you practice more curiosity, you listen more. This is one of the ways. The first one I'm going to start with, you listen more. When you are a great listener, you pay attention both to what is said as well as what 
isn't said. You hone in on clues of all types. Specifically, when it comes to money, listening takes on the form of paying attention to the feedback money is giving you about the quality of the choices that you are making. And yes, money does indeed give you feedback through your feelings and your results. So listening is one way, here's another. You are comfortable admitting you don't know it all. In fact, you see asking questions and asking for help as signs of strength. The process of and then getting answers is what really, really fuels you. When it comes to money, this means reading articles, blogs and books, listening to podcasts, taking classes and courses, speaking with family, friends and colleagues, and maybe even working with professionals to get help with closing your knowledge gap or to get guidance you didn't even know you needed. In addition, all of these tools can help you with taking action to implement what you learn. Here's a third way. You think like a scientist. Curiosity is at the core of what a scientist does. Inquiry, research, find answers, dig a bit deeper, repeat. This is what a scientist does, right? This is the spirit of experimentation. And they don't get caught up in whether or not the experiment failed. They look at the experiment, what they were expecting to happen and what did happen. And they use that as an opportunity to ask different questions and perhaps do something differently the next time around. When it comes to money, thinking like a scientist means creating a process to bring about the results you desire and honoring this process just as much as you do the results. Here's the fourth way. You have a plan. And once you have a plan, you have a strategy. But you are fluid about your tactics. When it comes to money, this means not freaking out when the market drops or when you make a choice that turns out to be a mistake or when you find yourself consumed by the doom and gloom reporting on the state of the economy and not much of that news is good. You don't freak out and it's not because you are bypassing the reality of the situation or ignoring the particular circumstances that you're contending with. You don't freak out because you prepared. You prepared financially and you prepared emotionally for the unexpected. You don't freak out because you know that growth and success are not linear. And again, going back to the plan and the strategy, you don't freak out because you have those, AKA a roadmap. And that plan and strategy, they are combined and designed to help you be in a position to rebound with as much ease as possible when things don't go as planned. And then finally, the fifth way is that you look for the real problem meaning you peel away the layers until you see the real problem, which is the one beneath the surface, which is oftentimes even the one beneath that, right? And so you're not focusing on the problem that is just so glaringly obvious you could trip over it because it's right in front of you. 
when it comes to money, especially if you are someone listening and you are struggling with debt, this means perhaps figuring out if what you really have is an earnings problem rather than a spending one. Because if you realize you have an earnings problem, you will do things and make different choices and different decisions than you would if your problem was purely a spending one. So the problem with thinking money is boring is that you unwittingly succumb to one of the biggest financial handicaps that you can have. Viewing money as boring is a sentiment that locks you in and can cause you to forget that life is about stages and with each stage comes new challenges, new issues, and new opportunities. In my opinion, one of the biggest appeals to using the mindset of curiosity as a tool to manage your money is that it invites you to be more proactive and to live more by design rather than reactive and living more by default. To me, curiosity is inherent. Like think about the babies that you know in your life over the course of time. They are always extremely curious. So the way I see it, Everyone has curiosity to some degree, but I also believe that it can be developed and it especially can be developed with intention, particularly when it comes to money and your relationship with it. And I have come to the conclusion that curiosity is a skill your money actually needs you to continuously hone. So, as you rest up during the next coming weeks of the summer, take some time to tap into and use your curiosity a little bit more. And let me know if your financial results improve or change as I suspect they will. Well, that is it for today's episode. As always, thank you for listening all the way until the end. If today's episode sparked an aha or reflection, I'd love to hear more. Please send me a DM on Instagram. If you'd like to show appreciation for this podcast or perhaps this particular episode, please share it so we can reach more people. If you are on Apple Podcasts, please take a moment to leave a rating and a review. We do indeed read them. And if you'd like to buy me a coffee, here's how you can do that buymeacoffee.com forward slash jacquette. Again, buymeacoffee.com forward slash jacquette. Once more, thank you for listening today. I'll be back next week. I hope you will too. Until then, remember, it's about more than money. Money.